What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by EaseWellness.com. Promo code HAM. Promo code HAM. Promo code HAM. EaseWellness.com. Best CBD products delivered to your house. Promo code HAM. And it's brought to you by Upstart. Upstart.com slash HAM. Get a loan, not affect your credit score. Now on to the segment. See, Draymond went to New York to visit Kevin. Yeah, because you like you told me when we were out on the golf course on uh, Friday that Rick Buecher had reported that Kevin already moved all his stuff. So I guess Draymond having to go out there to visit him. Uh, I, I would, if I'm the Knicks, I would go all in on Kevin. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Like I would, like Kevin, you, you you're gonna get all the money that the Warrior, you know, like you don't have to opt into the Warriors to rehab, dude. Just come here, and then obviously, you know, the thing that was the big deal. I think was Jason Williams, Jay Williams, saying, you know, if he had just stuck with Jason, everyone would have forgot about... I was like, did you say his name wrong? Everyone would have forgot about the... Well, yeah, and then, I don't know, did he change it around the time that Jason Williams shot the limo driver accidentally with a shotgun? I feel like he kind of changed it when he petered out in the NFL or NBA and his career ended after the motorcycle accident. And it was like a midlife crisis, but it happened at 26 years old, and he tried to get away from that guy because I think he—I think I watched an E60 on him or something. He was legitimately depressed, like he was going through some hard times. Jay, Coach, Jay Williams. Yeah, but at the time, I think he was Jason. Yeah, and that's when Coach K really helped him, like because basketball was his life, and now he couldn't play anymore, so he's had like the second life. Him calling the Warriors out on first take or whatever it was, get up saying basically that they. They made Kevin think that he didn't, he couldn't injure his Achilles. Like, I, do you have any? Is there any part of you that thinks Kevin might come back to the Warriors right now? Uh, every day that goes by, I think less and less. Yeah. Is there is there a chance that because we talked about it? Because when he originally heard the calf, he grabbed his Achilles. He grabbed his Achilles. And Richard kept talking about the, like, when you strain your Achilles, you're more likely to tear it and happen with Richard Sherman. Is there a chance that he had a bad, like, even maybe, quote-unquote, an Achilles light-light tear 
that they go, eventually you're going to need surgery on this, and we're going to have to rip it anyway. So just play, it's going to go, and then you have the surgery. Because he was at the point, too, why where... Why would anybody say that? What would be the? Why wouldn't you say that, then? I don't know. And After that, the that The problem with that theory is that would have got out to and people would have known. I do think the Warriors, though, are... Who, when they want, they can leak, right? Whenever they want a story out, Woj has it. They are overly cautious with Kevin. Kevin's like, clearly Kevin told them, like, I don't want this to get out. I want to take, I want to let it be known. And they don't say a fucking Which is fine. Which, Which again, is good business. But they are overly cautious with Kevin because they're just hoping and praying that he'll accept their deal and stay. And I don't think he will. I don't think he will either. I, I, I'll honestly, guy, be borderline floored if we don't read whenever free agency starts. Kevin Durant has signed the max deal with the New York Knicks. I, 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 any other team, I'll be like, whoa. I'm, the Nets, one of the LA teams. I, I'm just, I'm all in. Like, I think I'm expecting to read the tweet that says the New York Knicks. Whoa, go. The New York Knicks have signed Kevin Durant to a four-year max. They finally land their guy. And he's hurt. Right, right. And then R.J. Barrett, they can tank with R.J. Barrett. Let R.J. Yeah, Barrett try and go have for another high pick. Tonight. Yeah, and then maybe they can flip him for a guy next year, get like C.J. McCollum or, or whatever. But, yeah, their plan all along was to sign him, kind of change when he got his Achilles because it was going to be harder to package a guy, but they're just still going to sign him. Yeah. And Kevin was dead set on going to New York. Yeah, I, I uh, just judging from Twitter and talking to people, I feel like Warrior fans – are in this place. They're like really proud of the fight of the team. And that's, I, I understand it. Cause I thought they, you know, they showed a lot of guts, but I, like come October, that's going to wear off and they're going to realize what we're watching is not what we've become accustomed to the last six years. Right. I mean, certainly the last five years, but even the last six where this is a different animal. It's um, going to suck. But I also think everyone's going to be like, well, Clay has a torn ACL. So it's, there's not like the – you try to watch a Giants game, you're like, Jesus Christ, this is terrible, and the team just sucks. Well, with the Warriors, you're like, well, Kevin left and Clay tore his ACL, so it's it's 100% understandable, right? But, yeah, people are going to be mad and rip. That's society. But I don't think people are going to, like, resent the owner or the players. It's just going to be – it is what it is. It's going to be one of those. The Truly, it is what it is, right? If yeah. Kevin leaves – Clay resigns, but he's just out for the full year. Well, yeah, I do think it's an exciting time from this sense. Like now, if, say that when they're ten and twenty-seven. No, no so. doubt. But I do think, like, just big picture for the organization. Now it's like, are you? We've talked about the Spurs a lot, and who? Somebody wrote this. Was it Marcus or Ethan? Like when you talk about how Steve compares the Warriors to the Spurs, a lot of it is culture and the kind of people you look for. But what really kept the Spurs going? was they just kept cycling in affordable, talented, undervalued role players, free agent, draft picks, guys that became good. They would buy low and sell high on guys. And um, that's how they went from, you know, like a three or four or five-year dynasty to over a decade worth of comp- uh, of contention with Duncan the whole way through. Um, and so now, that like, to me, that is one of – it is kind of exciting in the sense that they now have this opportunity to see whether or not they can keep it rolling. Chapter this is chapter feels like three. Is this chapter three? Like chapter one was really short. They won without KD. Then chapter two was Kevin, and now this is chapter three. 
Well, I got one for you. I just pulled up their records. So they they win the NBA championship, right? The uh, the strike shortened year from '99 up until the year Kawhi sat out. They never won less than 50 games, and they had several 60s on there. And some of those years, guys get like Duncan missed games. He had a foot issue. Tony had been hurt. Like they had injuries over that time. Yeah. And they just maintained. And the Western Conference was always really good. I I, I can't imagine. Even if Kevin stayed, he's not going to be able to play. Like I don't see a path for the Warriors to win 50 games next year. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah. Just no Kevin, no Clay, and just no ability to really replace guys, right? Unless they had the greatest couple mid-level signings ever. I, I, yeah, just they're more likely probably going to win like 44. So that's just one of those times. It's like it'll it'll take a little hit. Like to me, their legacy and not even it's understandable. But if they miss the playoffs next year, you're already not the Spurs because they went. Remember, the stat was like 20 straight years in the playoffs. And everyone's like, that is an incredible accomplishment, especially in the Western Conference, because it is. Right. The Warriors went, what, seven straight years? Because the last two Mark Jacksons, the five, seven. I mean, seven's damn good in the West. We're seven, what? They they were the one seed of the Steve Kerr five years, four out of the five, because last year Houston was. So four out of the five, and they were the two. That's damn good. And then they were like six and seven seeds the previous couple years. But can like when all these guys when Clay comes back and they sign some guys can they rattle off like four or five more years like a top one or two seed? Then people will kind of forget that one year. Yeah, exactly. But if you have a couple years where like and then Clay comes back, but they haven't really been able to sign the right guys and Steph's a little older and they're like the four seed, you know, just they'll lose a little luster. Well, I mean, just maintaining like the greatness. You know, the, the Spurs. I don't. I didn't fully. I'm looking back, John. <laughs> like it's pretty insane. How long the Spurs have been really good? Well, they're nineteen eight. I'm going to start in eighty nine ninety. Middlecoff. Like I, I used to. We talk Spurs. Like okay, started in ninety nine. No, eighty nine ninety. They won fifty six games. Then they won fifty five in ninety ninety one. Then with five different coaches, they won forty seven and forty nine games in back to back years. Despite Jerry Tarkanian coaching twenty games. Then they won 55 games in 93-94. They won 62 games in 94-95. They won 59 games in 95-96. Then they have the, bat, the, the, the Robinson year. They win 20 games. Pop takes over. And then after that, the only year that they won less than 50 games between Pop's first year in 97-98 and uh, Kawhi's last healthy year in 16-17... The only year they won less than 50, 50, was 98-99, which was strikes, which was 37 wins because the season was short. And then they win the championship that year? Yeah, they won the title that year. <laughs> and that, But so that's what, 20 straight years of 50-plus wins? If you, like, I'll include 98-99, just so I include 97-98, one, two. It's like 20, it's two decades plus and never won a title back-to-back. Well, then they, but like you said, they never won a title in the mid to early 90s, but they were damn good because they had one of the best players in the world. They had David Robinson. Didn't he win the MVP in like 94? And that's where the Kareem, or not Kareem, but Hakeem 
Hakeem, he gets yeah. the MVP trophy to start against, that against him. They were playing, and then Akeem just kicks the shit out of him. Yeah, because some of his Akeem's famous highlights are when he's doing the up and under, and David jumps, and then he does the dream shake, and you're like, just giving him the business. That's right. And Akeem was a little older then, but still just a wise motherfucker. He was awesome. I, I was rooting for those uh, Toronto, or I mean the uh, the San Antonio teams. Back in the day, I remember watching basketball NBC Sunday mornings. Uh-huh. Remember those? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think the Warriors, uh, this is a pivotal 12 months. Th- this year, they might just be screwed. Like, Kevin leaves, you're just, it is what it is. You re-sign Clay, but these next 12 months, to me, define you. Do you maintain the Spurs? Like, what do you do with Draymond? What do you do? I don't, I don't think there's a black and white yes or no, right? If you can make a sweet trade, I think you have to explore it. If you want to keep them, no one would question that. But that is a pivotal franchise moment. Because if you do give him $160 million and in two years he's a shell of himself, you are fucked. Because we've seen it before. If you go all in on three max guys, and they haven't really had to do that yet because now Kevin's leaving and now you're at rubber meets the road with your next two max guys. Well... I don't know, man. I don't know what you do. You got to keep Clay. I might, for the big picture, just kind of sell high on Draymond and just try to, you know, retool. That's usually how you maintain it. Like, that's the way Belichick. That is Belichick and Pop. Because you look at Belichick and Pop, you're like, no one relates to us. Look at our, we've been doing this. And to me, the mark of greatness is not your Super Bowl, your NBA championship year. It's your off year. Right. That's why I give the Dodgers a lot of credit. I know like I get into it with our buddy Mark Packer sometimes like, listen, we can hold on to 2010 World Series all we want. It's almost 2020. That's a long time. I I barely remember two years ago. Like, yeah, the Dodgers never won it, but the Dodgers are operating on such a completely different level than the Giants. And they have been for the last like five years. Baseball is a little random in the with winning championships. But they what they're doing right now is so high level that the Giants really, of their three seasons, they had one really high-level season, and that was the second World Series in 2012. They won like 95 games. Buster was the MVP. They were just humming on all – they were really good. The other two championships were – they just got hot at the right time, and it was awesome. They have championships, but they weren't like just some powerhouse. Like no one around the league looks at them like that's what we wanted, Right. Yeah, I mean the Dodge. I, I, like to me, what you're describing isn't even an argument. I mean, it's not even a. No, I, I know. Like the I'm Dodgers both. have the last the, three years in a row, they've been at least the NLCS and been to the World Series two years in a row. They've but I think the argument is they have nothing to show for it. So at the end well, of the yeah, day, yeah. Well, but again, like these are two different things. Like whether or not you win the World Series is different than whether or not you have the right blueprint. Like they clearly have the right blueprint. Yeah, they didn't win. Okay, but that's you can't control that in February when you put the team together, but you do put the team together. Like they've put consistently a team that's in the dance. Like that's all you can do if you're putting a well, team together. That's all you can you, do. Wouldn't you say they are kind of the blueprint right now? Like, you know who they remind me of? Cause they're probably, if you just keep putting yourself in the mix, you're going to get it one year. Yeah. Let's say of this 10, they have a 10 year run of just winning the division every year. Let's say they win it one time. They're basically the Atlanta Braves. Guess what the Atlanta Braves were? The, the benchmark that every team in the nineties was trying to do. Not because you know they not they don't win the the World Series every year, but I want to be them. I want to I want to be able to lock myself in 
98 wins were but, in the but dance. But again, John, I don't. This isn't even an argument. Like I don't even like. This is oh, just an emotional. Like when you say the Braves, the like well, you, we won in 2010. Like great. I, 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 but, I, but, I, but, I but my point is the counter to that is like I don't think there's any value in dismissing that. Yeah, they won the World Series. Period. They won it. That was then. Right now, the Dodgers have put like the Dodgers are winning divisions every year, which is what the Braves did. Now, winning divisions, you could argue if you just build a team to win a division, that's not the same as building a team to win a World Series. Like, I think the question is, do do the I mean, right now, I guess uh, what's his name is pitching his face off, Ryu. Um, so, do you have somebody that can like but I, I, go Bumgarner in the postseason? Like but in we'll basketball, see. you can't just build a team in baseball to win a World Series because it's so hard to win the division, right? Because the season's so long. So you have to like focus yeah, on Yeah, I'm the, just right? saying if you build a team that to win a division, that's different. Like you still need another – you need like an ace on a team that you've built to win the division to win a World Series. Yeah. Like we're in basketball, you could argue – like let's say that if, the, if you knew the Lakers were having a meeting in the minds today and they're like, we're not consumed. Like we want this extra Kyrie or Kemba – because we can rest guys a lot. I, I'm okay with getting the five or four seed, right? Because once the playoffs start, no one will say we're not better than anyone in a series. Because we are. And well, it's more important. It's easier to get into the playoffs. And you can kind of manipulate it. And then once the playoffs start, you just go all in. Keep the guy like they did with Kawhi. Back to the original point for this conversation. The other consideration, I think, if you're having a meeting of the minds with the Lakers today is, guys, we don't have to go through the Warriors this year. Right? Well, isn't that we the don't have of the minds with every team in the like every decent team in the NBA right now? Yeah, but only a few teams have like because everyone else is going. Yeah, but we're gonna have to go through the Lakers, right? But like, the West. but even like Houston right now, they're like, well, let's just get these guys back to kind of liking each yeah. other. We can, AD gets run. hurt, which is possible. Or LeBron, we can win the championship. Was well, it, it? It's why if you're Portland. Well, it's why if you're the Clippers, you're like, God, we just get Kawhi. We are a legit Finals team. We have a chance, right? Yeah. Hell, Especially we, if we, it's we, like if it takes the Lakers a year to really get it together. Well, think about this: if you're the Clippers, you're like, we don't have to get rid of anyone. We just add Kawhi. We we took a couple games off the Lakers. We already have a good thing going. We just need like that superstar rock, and boom. Because AD, the one AD's thing he's on the way. The one thing you say for the Clippers is like they have the group that everyone would die to have, like around LeBron and AD, right? If you had LeBron and AD and their next five players, that you'd be like, they're a lock to win the championship. If I said LeBron and AD were on the Clippers with Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell, Gallinari, Patrick Beverly, you'd be like, "That Jesus, this team's gonna be good." Guy. The, the other factor is like the Lakers' coaching situation is bizarre. Well, that's another elephant in the room, right? LeBron, LeBron flips on coaches. That's the thing with the NBA. Like, I know Windhorse talked about it a lot, and you and I had thought about it. Like, it was a huge blow for the NBA. The Warriors were one of the lone teams that really rates. It's, it's been proven now. The Warriors and LeBron. Well, the Warriors just got decimated. So they're going to be in some trouble next year. They're not quite like – even the casual fan comes for the Splash Bros. Well, now one of the Splash Bros is gone, and Kevin's gone. They're just not quite the same. Well, at least now LeBron's alive again, and that's important to the league. So you lost one, but you gained another one that's back. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Like it was a pretty big business moment for the Lakers. Like the the once the Warriors had an Achilles and an ACL, Adam Silver was praying to God the Lakers made this happen because you need to get LeBron back. <laughs> yeah, people were like, "What well, is David Stern going to step in and stop this trade?" Like, no, nobody's stopping this trade. Hell no. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.